Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's pretty good. Excellent, excellent. The cocktail of the week this week is the Soul Taker. Come on, it's a great name. It's a great name. That is exactly what I want in a cocktail. Vaguely ominous. Yep. It is equal parts vodka, tequila, and amaretto. Ooh. Pour those on ice. Tequila, because tequila's not strong enough. Ooh, that's a lot. Vodka, tequila, amaretto. Pour into a glass and stir. No ice? Ice. I would put ice, yes. Oof. That would take your soul, probably. Mm -hmm. A few of those, and you might not might not have a soul anymore (laughs) (laughs) all right you ready for administrative corner i love it yes i love administrative (laughs) corner uh friend of the squad golden ratio lover one Mm. which is a twitter handle we made up on the podcast one time you were like (laughs) well i bet there's like a golden ratio lover one and so then somebody set it up well you're welcome (laughs) that's pretty funny golden ratio lover one (laughs) wants to know if hopper needs to sign the back of her cvs card because if you remember, you talked yeah, about yeah. it last time and then I started to tell a story and you were peeling it off and I'm like, we don't need to know if she needs to sign the back. I'd like to point out that we got one request for needing to know if she had to sign the back and zero requests for me to finish the story that got interrupted. Yeah, it's a pretty low, uh, low, low statistical sample base. <laughs> Just saying that people like you best, you're like, they're going to come for me for pitchforks because you didn't finish your story. And instead they're like, Ingo would really like to know if she needs to sign the back. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we haven't tried using it yet. I guess maybe we'll have to have her in the car when she you know, wants to get her medication next time. Do we actually have it still or do we throw it away? I think we still have it, although we would have thrown it away. This we on this side of the couch <laughs> still has it, although we nearer to you would have thrown it away three times. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Golden Ratio Lover 1, if one of us finds it and doesn't throw it, even if the we on this side of the couch finds it and throws it away, (laughs) I will check to see if it needs to be signed first. And then uh, if it does need to be signed, it would be a paw print, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, the second item in administrative corner is if you remember back a few now, like a month or so ago, we talked about the forbidden pod <laughs> that we had recorded a bonus pod, but we'd had a little too much to drink. A little, <laughs> a little maybe. A little. <laughs> and it was, I was like, we can't release this pod. Like it's us just blowing into the breathalyzer. I think over you kept saying it's so boring. It's so boring. So, uh, there was clamoring to release the forbidden pod. Well, once you called it the forbidden pod, <laughs> this is a complete Adam and Eve story right here. You call it the forbidden pod and everyone's like, oh, I must have the forbidden pod. So I, uh, this week I went to Montreal by way of Atlanta. So I spent a lot of time on planes and on the way back yesterday, I was like, I'm going to listen to the recording all 50 damn minutes of the forbidden pod. <laughs> and uh, make sure there's nothing in there that's irretrievably disclosing of all our secrets i cut about i cut out about 10 minutes that were not our secrets it was just like kind of drunk rambling that didn't make any sense they were not funny like they they really were not funny or interesting it It wasn't me snoring if she would have left that in i I absolutely would have (laughs) it's like i don't like hanging out with drunk people because they're not interesting and and we were both at least tipsy if not drunk and so it was 
yeah, we had a very fun time recording it, but I was listening yeah. and I was like, oh, Jesus, like just insufferably boring. Some people like hanging out with drunk people. I am not one of those people. Drunk people like hanging out with drunk people. Yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> if you want to hear the Forbidden Pod, you have to follow us on Patreon. So we drop uh, bonus podcasts for the subscribers. It's four ninety nine a month. Um, so you could just subscribe for one month to get the Forbidden Pod if you want to. Uh, I don't know if it's worth the money. (laughs) (laughs) You talk it all up like that, and then you're like, I don't know if it's worth five bucks. I oh, I'm I have not said anything except the name is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I misleading advertising. I don't think the apple that Eve ate was that awesome either. It was just the forbidden fruit. Patreon.com slash the golden ratio four for five bucks. You too can hear the forbidden pod. (laughs) (laughs) But it'll just be an apple. Uh, it's it's like vaguely entertaining, and I guess like. (laughs) If you take it as like you're prepared for the shtick of us blowing in the breathalyzer and it's just going like, bloop, but then like, oh my God, it's like 0.09. Spoilers. Uh, so that's right. the hi- that's the only highlight. You just spoiled <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> All right. It's time for dog updates. All right. Okay. I re- regrettably, we're done with administrative update. Sorry. Sad. Uh, it feels like it's been forever since our last podcast, but we actually recorded on Sunday. Time continues to have no meaning. It could be a year ago. It could be yesterday. I don't know. We drove back on Saturday, and then we <sighs> recorded a podcast on Sunday, and then I like immediately left on Monday. So Sunday was kind of like the only day I was here, but there is stuff that happened. Uh, thing number one is that uh, everybody, of course, wanted to go swimming on Sunday, right? We got back kind of like at one in the morning on Sunday. So Sunday day, everybody's like swim time. And so Vink had gone in and Inga was giving her a bath and she's sitting on the dock and Inga's like, Ooh, look at all these ants. And then Inga was like, Oh my God, the ants are on me. And I was like, Oh, they're crawling up me too. They were crawling on over all our Vink. They were like at knee level already. They're really, they're really tiny manic ants. They're yeah. like smaller than normal small ants. And they clearly had like set up a little nest right at the base of the ramp to the dock yeah and we disturbed them and they and, swarmed and they swarmed out and they were crawling up our legs and, and crawling like some over of them are carrying eggs out some of them are like yep. got little you know red lights some of them had fire li- ladders <laughs> well now they're all dead it so. was a total one <laughs> sorry ants i i don't bother ants out in the yard until they start crawling up my leg and then yeah we have problems so or if they come in the house they're also banished my dog uh k the pre-squad dogs i lived in an apartment in Sherlington in Arlington, Virginia. And like, it was a dog friendly apartment building. And behind it, there was like a big slope because it was like a hilly neighborhood. So it was a big slope up to the next thing. And that's where people would like take their dogs out to do their business and kind of run around a little bit. You couldn't really go up on it. It was very steep. Mm. The dogs would run around up there. Um, So I'd taken Kay out like in the middle of the night and she had gone and like done her business and came back into the apartment and jumped up on the bed. And then I don't like where these. this is heading. Oh, she, and I was like, Oh God, her feet are dirty. No, her feet were covered with ants, Kay. big bitey ants. And so I tried to bitey? get them off. Yeah. And then they oh. crawled all over me. They were like biting on me. Oh, first husband at the time, hundred percent did not wake up. I was like, I need help with this. Nope slept through the whole thing i had to like put her in the tub and you know it was like dumping all sorts of stuff on her to get the ants off bitey wow. ants in the middle of the night my dad speaking of which in germany they're real ant hills right like yeah. made out of pine needles yeah and just little black wood ants like moving around. my dad would use do this trick where he'd trick 
he'd put his hand on it mm-hmm. and let the ants just like swarm all over his hand because they're they're so small they couldn't bite through the skin yeah so he just he put his hand sort of flat on the you know big ant hill and let the ants run around on there and s- spray their poison and then he'd be like smell this it's citric acid it's, and then it just smell his hand would smell like citric acid mm. it was interesting mm-hmm. that's my trick but they couldn't bite through the skin so that was they were much superior to your dog's ants. Well, that's true. So that's the ant thing. And so that's why you hate ants. I, I just don't like stuff crawling on Did me. you watch that movie? Did you hate that too? What movie? Ants. There's a movie called Ants. Oh, the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I Bugs it. Life and Ants yes. came out at the same time. I, I watched them both and they were fine. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was Sunday day. And then Sunday night, we were just exhausted and I was like working real hard, sitting on the couch. And then I was like, I'm going to go to bed. It's like 11 o'clock. And Ingo's like, let's watch the X-Files. And I will note that Ingo <laughs> had been asleep for like two hours. I got a head start on sleep. <laughs> so then he put on the X-Files. I was like, fine, I'll watch the X-Files with Ingo. And so it's like after midnight, we finally get in bed. I was like, I am, I am exhausted. Before Ingo even got in the bed, I was like head on the pillow, three quarters of the way Which asleep. never happens. Never happens. I am always ahead. Ingo gets in bed, he turns off the light, and I'm just about asleep. And then there's thunder. Distant, but <sighs> increasing thunder. Oh, and I'm so Brody and Remy are absolutely batshit crazy when there's thunder. And I'm like, please, please just let that be one thunder, and then they'll calm down in a minute. Mm, and I like, and I always do this in the middle of the night. I pull up my little weather app, and I'm like, okay, like this is gonna be. Yeah, 10 minutes and this thing's supposed to be gone. I'm watching the weather radar. It's one yellow I'll, dot. I'll pet Brody or whatever. And they just, you know, it did not go away. They were not calming Ugh. down. And so occasionally Ingo's very nice. And when Brody, is, you know, best, especially Brody, uh, freaks out like this, he brings Brody and Remy out and closes the bedroom door and hangs out with them out on the couch. I had just fallen asleep, but it was just yep. like not even capable. No, no. I mean, it's just like some that doesn't always happen right but sometimes right. you do that and then sometimes i'll wake up and i'll be like ingo's gone they're gone i'm like i'm grateful and i'm going back to sleep like i'm not <laughs> why am i going to argue with this and i was like they're not fucking leaving me alone i will take them out of the bedroom and let ingo sleep so i take remy and uh cb out and i'm like trying to sleep on the couch because i'm so tired and just kind of console them at the time it is not happening like brody's like crawling jumping up on the couch like he gets really panicky jumping up on the couch jumping up on me he and wants I'm like, to go out but he doesn't want to go out he licks your face but he d- you know yeah. he just doesn't know what to do with himself so i get him it's up terrible. there he's like on top of me but then he's trying to like crawl into my body like <laughs> scratching on me oh. tried to take him out at one point like they both wanted to go out so i took him out and then it thundered and halfway down the stairs and remy's like holy fuck <laughs> and he's like i'm not i don't know where to go i don't know what to do <laughs> totally freaked out oh. uh but they they both get very insistent about going out i think just because they're i mean they're absolutely panicky like there's nothing to do for them it's just so it, it would it, like hugging them doesn't work no feeding them while they're eating they're not actually freaking out while you they're c- chewing you can't constantly give them a stream <laughs> of food although i thought about it so uh at one point brody really looked like he needed to go out and and I'm like, all right, you know, because like maybe he needs to nervous pee or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, God, I don't want Remy coming out because he kind of wanders anyway. I don't want him to like 
walk off. I don't want to have to put him on the leash. So I like close the door. And then Remy immediately goes into a thing that I'd forgotten that he does, which is like a panicky loud bark when he gets left behind. Oh. And so then Ingo wakes up and opens the door and like Vink comes running out, Guac comes running out. And I'm like, <laughs> get back in the bedroom, everybody. They're like, ooh, it's a party. <laughs> I was like, I am suffering right now to let you all sleep. I do not want you out here helping me get back in the bedroom. And he goes like, oh my God, what's happening? I'm like, everything's fine. I'm taking care of it. Like, go in and close the door. Okay. And you did, which is great. I mean, I was tired. So I was like, all right, well, like, this is not working. I am exhausted. You know, they're just frantic. So I brought them into my office and I'm like, we're at least going to contain this in here. And so I... I have like a little desk with a treadmill. Uh, this is so desperate. It's so desperate. So it's two in the morning now. It's been two hours of, you know, hour and a half of trying to get them to calm down. And I'm like, all right, we're going into my office. I'm going to close the door. Uh, or it's actually the sliding door like that Remy eats behind because that's my little suite over there. <laughs> so I'm going to close that door so they can be in the office with me, they can be in the bathroom, they can be in the hallway. I'm gonna put my little desk treadmill on because it makes sounds that like kind of drown out the rest. And uh, and I guess I'll walk on the treadmill. That is the desperate, most desperate thing I've heard. So Remy gets up on my chair. I'm like, get on the chair, Remy, because he likes to sit up there and he's yeah. like, okay. And he's kind of sitting there panting, but it was sort of working. And I thought I heard Brody lay down like out in the little hallway and I'm like, okay, like, barely got the eyes open like walking on the treadmill and i'm like i just have to walk on the treadmill until they both stop panting and by then like yeah i'm looking at the radar right the storm is definitely passing it's just it's like a tiny little radar blip but if that tiny blip is over our island it's very dramatic and i'm like it's going away like it'll be gone in an hour if i have to walk on this treadmill for an hour so be it so tired i'm walking and then I'm like, okay, they're kind of calming down. But I heard a weird sound and I thought Brody was out in the hallway and I was like, oh, you know, I better, I don't know what's going on out there. I better make sure. So I kind of like, you know, just stop walking and let the treadmill, it's going real slow, right? Uh, kind of push me off the end so I can just step off. Except it turns out Brody was not in the hallway. Bro- the weird sound was the treadmill rubbing on Brody's fur because he was laying <laughs> at the back of the treadmill. So I went to step oh, off the treadmill no. and Brody was there. So I full on like tripped full over Brody, landed on my butt on the floor. Oh. I, th- I thought for sure you were going to wake up again because there was a big thump onto the floor. No, on me. no recollection of this. Um, so anyway, I walked Ugh. a mile between two and two thirty in the morning, and at that point they had both calmed down enough that they were not frantic. I think Remy actually stayed on the chair, and <sighs> Brody came into the bedroom and laid down, and I got back to sleep. But man, was I tired! Man, if this were a movie, I would make that bump on your butt have fixed the other problem with your butt. Wouldn't that be great? Like the hit someone in the head once. To lose their memory and you hit them in the head again, they get their memory back. Or maybe. the guy's like having the heart attack and they yeah. put him on the stretcher and then they drop the stretcher and it bumps his heart like back into working. I again. like it. Anything yeah. like that. This is my understanding of how medicine works. Yes. Well, my butt still hurts. You just so. have to fall on your butt a lot. So that was Sunday night into Monday morning and then oh. Monday later in the morning I flew to Montreal. Pulling an all nighter. A way to feel hungover even without drinking. Without drinking. I know. So I, I got to say, though, I, so I went to Montreal. I, so I flew Key West to Atlanta to Montreal. 
um, which is definitely not the most efficient way to do it uh, for this work thing. And for when I go for these work things, I just stay at whatever hotel they're hosting the work thing at. They, you know, they pay for I it. I know. It's it. always like a Hotel 8 or, you know, Motel 6 or whatever it is. <laughs> so, uh, new. Uh, <laughs> I, so I was at the Ritz-Carlton in Montreal. <laughs> and damn, you guys, it was so nice. I walked into the lobby to, like, check in. And some dude comes out with, like, literally a silver platter with a bottle of water on it. And he's like... <laughs> Madame, oh, they are all they are all French. That's French speaking. It's all bonjour, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but yes, in French, he gave me a bottle of water. Did he have white gloves? Maybe. There definitely were dudes there with white gloves. This was not that guy. It was like very like old school fancy. It the room service was so good. Everything I ordered from room service, like there was one night, like I had ordered out from somewhere, like just DoorDash, and it was it was not great. And I didn't eat a ton of it. And so at 10 o'clock, I was like, God, I'm so hungry. And I ordered like hummus and pita and it was so good. It was like everything was so good. Um, and everyone in the hotel was so nice. Like we we stay at nice places when we go out. But we I think once I had points and we stayed like at the Ritz in New Orleans. But generally, that is not the kind of place we stay. And uh, it was really great. And, and I slept until like nine in the morning. Yeah, that's like the best. <laughs> like, all right, Monday, Monday night. So I was up all night Sunday. And then I had been up super late driving home on Saturday night. Yeah. So mon- All right. So it's like Monday. And I'm like, I don't have to do the work thing until like two in the afternoon. I slept till like 930. Is Which great. is so much more luxurious waking up by yourself rather than having Remy's face in your face going, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad to be back, though. It was a long travel day yesterday coming because I had to talk in the morning. I, I did, did two you, Did you go through Atlanta on the way? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just keep saying that. Like, I mean, Key West to Montreal is a long, far distance. It is. It's far. Yeah. It was... I, I had some story I was going to tell about Atlanta, too, but I don't remember what it was. Anyway. No. It was fine. I mean, it was the airport. It's giant. Um. All right. Ants on the dock. Storm night treadmill tripping on CB. Oh, CB surgery. That's the next thing on my yeah, list. It's like you're rapping. That was good. Just keep reading those notes <laughs> in that rapping voice. It's good. <laughs> uh, CB had mouth surgery yesterday. He sure did. I dropped him off at 8 in the morning. Yep. And they took him back. He had some, like, his gums had these growths. Big, so they were there was like, one big giant They one. were, like, growing up the teeth, yeah. basically. And, like, in the back, he had almost lost. You know, he couldn't even see that tooth anymore from yeah. the outside. It was giant. So he had these growths. This is sort of what Guac had, except CB had four of them, and Guac just had had one, right? And and Brody's were way that the one was way way bigger. He had a couple small ones that were kind of the same size as Guac's, but he had the one giant one. Yeah. So I dropped him off, and you know they went over the whole thing, and I mean they kind of know him already. Um, and then it, <laughs> you know, and and it is he, he'll come out of surgery. And then he'll need some time to recover, and then we'll let you know, you know, when he's good to pick up. Mm-hmm. And they called at noon, <laughs> and they're like, "Hmm, you know, he's he's coming out of, you know, he's fine. Everything went fine. We're going to send this thing off for a biopsy, blah blah blah." And then they're like, "He really doesn't like being in a crate, does he?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Was he chewing on the bars?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah. huh." <laughs> It's so surprising. I said, yeah, you wouldn't expect that from him because he's such a mellow guy, but you, he has a thing about being in crates with the door closed. He freaks. And I was reminded of the time he was there overnight at the emergency vet for his abscess, and they called me at 2 a.m. They're like, you got to come get him. 
because he's trying to chew his way out. And then I, I literally crossed the bridge onto the island, and they're like, "Okay, he's finally asleep from the drugs." Like I was like, "Okay, go back home." Yeah, I mean that was that thing. was the night crew. This was the daytime. You know, everyone's there during the daytime. Apparently, they just let him out of the crate, and then <laughs> put him on a, a blanket outside. They all love him, right? They're all. I mean, everyone who works at a vet practice loves animals, and so they were like petting him and saying what a good he's boy he was. And then they they had to take him from the from the back of the practice. They sometimes they have like emotional support animals in the front, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they were going to put him in the front near the you know where the reception is, so he could just be uninterrupted by all the panic in the back. And so he he didn't want to get up because he was still all dopey. So they just dragged the blanket with like him on you, it. When, yeah. So they <laughs> when I came in to pick him up, they they're like, "We got to show you this video," and it's him like just big smile on his face getting dragged around the practice <laughs> on the sliding floor with this blanket <laughs> by this you know 95 pound vet tech who's who's like putting her back into so it so funny yeah so he was he was in the front to meet me um but they all he's a great vet practice dog because he's real mellow he doesn't bark at other dogs yep. he you know he doesn't run around or jump he just hangs out and he was pretty dopey from the anesthesia He's just now, or, you know, we're recording the next day in the evening. He's mm-hmm. just now, like, finally seeming a little more like himself. He yeah. was real out of it all day. That's right. He had his moments. He was trying to go swimming yesterday, and I was like, you know, that's probably a bad idea. Oh, I don't yeah. want you falling over in the water and doing crazy stuff or forgetting how to walk or something out there. So I did not go swimming. He seemed okay with it. But he also, his mouth is sore, so he hasn't yeah. been super chompy. Although today, in, in the evening, he ate a... Uh, a roasty, so I consider him oh, on his path on a path good. to to recovery. Seems. He's just been sleeping a lot, which he always does, but a little bit more. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so that was CV surgery. We'll get the biopsy results back next week, probably. Yep. yep. Um, and then today we did the rum run drink with Bink. <laughs> so drinks. drinks with Binks. I uh, I'm a brand ambassador for my favorite shoes, ultra running shoes. And uh, that's a small group of us this year, like maybe 12 people. And uh, they give us a tiny little budget and we're supposed to put on a couple group runs for the year. And like we give free shoes to people. And I was like, well, the Keys 100 is this weekend. It starts on Saturday. And I was like, so there's going to be people down here. Like I'll do one for that. And so I was like, hey, you know, we're, you know, I posted on their Facebook group and, you know, on the socials, like, hey, you know, we're going to do a, you know, a little shakeout run. We're going to meet at Key West Legal Rum. We'll get pina coladas. I'll bring my dog. Um, you know, you don't have to run if you don't want to, because some people who are running the race might not want to be running today. Um, and so, you know, it was like RSVP just so we know how many people are coming. And uh, it's like 14 people RSVP'd. And I was like, you know, today's the first day I'm cleared to run after my shots are just like little runs. I'm like, I'm not going to run. We're going to have Vink there. Like, I'll just hang out. Like, I made a little route for people to run if they wanted to. Because we were at the distillery for drinks. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'll hang out with Pina Coladas and Vink and anybody who doesn't run. And, you know, then people can go jog for a little bit and come back. Uh, so zero people who came ran. We all just had Pina Coladas together and talked about running. It was, it was hot. Great. I mean, as usual, it was, hot. it was hot and humid. It was not. I mean, no one really missed running. <laughs> no. Uh, Vink got to meet some people. She was a little shy. She's been a little, like, nervous around strangers. Not, Jesus. like, dangerous, but just, like, hiding. She's getting weirder. Like, I, you know, I called her 
to go outside when we were ready to leave and she ran into the bathroom and hid (laughs) (laughs) which i don't understand like i don't know what she's who never know what's going on in her little head but we had a fun time there's pictures yeah it was it was great and people were super nice selfies were taken with bank it was it was a great little little meetup impromptu not impromptu but it was a tiny little meetup yeah so uh so that's that uh that's the end of dog updates unless you have anything to add um nope not that i know uh we do have one item on ramblings this week friend of the squad lisa sent this to me i think a few other people sent it but she sent it first so she gets the name check for that one uh (laughs) driver in colorado tried to switch seats with his dog to avoid dui arrest so charlie baron said this had this one too that's great a driver in colorado tried to avoid a dui arrest by swapping seats with his dog after being pulled over police said the man was stopped around 11.30 p.m. Saturday for driving 52 in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. Quote, the driver attempted to switch places with his dog, who was in the passenger seat. As the SPD officer approached and watched the entire process, the <laughs> male party, they really could just say the human party, then exited the passenger side of the vehicle and claimed he was not driving. <laughs> the man, whom police did not name, that's how you can tell this isn't a Florida story, the man who police didn't name appeared intoxicated, and when asked by an officer if he'd been drinking, he ran away. <laughs> he was apprehended 20 yards from the vehicle. <laughs> the man was taken to a hospital where he was medically cleared and then booked into the Baca County Jail on charges including driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs, speeding, and resisting arrest, police said. Somebody on the internet had a picture of the dog, too. He looked very innocent. (laughs) The dog was handed over to a friend of the driver while he was in jail, the Post said. The dog does not face any charges and was let go with just a warning. Innocent. (laughs) The dog was innocent. The dog was innocent and the driver was taken to jail. I think it was the, the cop car was sitting behind the car and the police officer basically watched... (laughs) <laughs> switch take place like in the bright light of the police spotlight <laughs> like how drunk do you have to be to be like oh fuck like i'm gonna get in trouble here's here's what my excuse is gonna be what a terrible, my dog was driving so then you go i wasn't driving and then you look over and the dog's in the driver's seat and they're like what's what do you think is gonna happen they're gonna be like oh your dog was driving okay well you're free to go i mean he doesn't even have a license <laughs> I mean, he's just going to get in trouble. It's just <laughs> knocking out your dog is a terrible move. Sad. Anyway. Lack of loyalty there. The poor dog didn't do anything. Oh, my God. All <laughs> right. So there you go. That's that. It's a great story. Uh, you ready for Taste of the Keys? Yeah. Okay. Key West resident and writer Judy Bloom presented honorary conch certificate by Board of County Commissioners. I think this is great. Key West resident and well-known writer Judy Bloom was presented with an honorary conch certificate at today's Monroe County Board of County Commissioners meeting in Key West. Mayor Pro Temp Holly Rockstein and Commissioner Michelle Lincoln were honored to be in her presence at the meeting, growing up on her stories like Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing and Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, plus her 29 other books, many of which are New York Times bestsellers. Bloom has championed freedom for many banned books by working with the National Coalition Against Censorship, which fights to keep banned books on shelves. She received many awards for her defense of free speech and battles against censorship. You said that in the first sentence, Conk Life. (laughs) In Key West, she serves on the board of the Key West Literary Seminar and is an advisor for the board of the Key West Authors Guild. Ooh, I could join the Key West Authors Guild, maybe. Sure. I gotta look into that. You're an author and you're near Key West. 
In 2016, she and her husband, George Cooper, founded the independent nonprofit Books and Books at the studios of Key West. That's our one new bookstore. We have one used bookstore, and then Books and Books is like the new bookstore. Yep. So we'll probably do an event there for the Purish Bond when it comes out. For your book, it's appropriate. Books and Books, and books in this book. Yep. She works several days at the shop, and after 50 years of writing, she enjoys meeting and talking to many readers and showing them some of her favorite authors. Her husband, George, also received an honorary conch certificate many years ago for founding the nonprofit Tropic Cinema in Key West. Oh, He gets one. one before she does? She's Judy Bloom, and he's nothing? Mm. He's nobody? So, you guys, an honorary <laughs> conch certificate, like, you get to be a conch if you were born in Key West or the Keys. That's the only way you get to be a conch. Correct. It's, it's like in Jaws when when it, the yeah. you know Brody's wife is like, uh, well, when do I get to be an Islander? And they're like, never. You weren't born here. You never get to be one. That's what that's what being a conch is. But you can like if you live here for like 15 years, they'll maybe call you a freshwater conch, which is like you kind of count. And then they give out these honorary conch certificates. It's like a proclamation by the county board. Yeah, like a key to the city kind of thing. Yeah, it's cool. Our neighbor got one for his birthday, even though they only live here part time. 75th birthday. And they're like, here, honorary con. But I think his wife is like more connected and more active and she they hasn't do a lot one. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she's not 75 yet. It could be. Maybe you have to be 75 and do a lot of stuff. Anyway, Judy Bloom looks very happy with her little honorary con certificate. It's great. No. And she's won numerous awards for her defense of uh, free speech and, and the First <laughs> Amendment. Did you? <laughs> did banned did books. It, did, it, yeah. did it mention that? Uh, I think so. A she has. I have seen recently an interview because they, they were interviewing her about the Florida book burnings, uh, book bannings. Yeah, she's doing like a lot. Her no. books are being banned, which yep. is absurd. I know. Hopper, shut up. Shut up. Hops. All right, you better do your German of the week real fast because Hops is going to lose her damn mind. She No, it's gone. The mind. Ah. Mind has been lost. All right, it's time for German of the Weekend. All right, some, somebody sent me a TikTok or reel or something. It was like, German word of the week? And it was some little kid who was just like, the German word oh, for yeah. a bra is stopping from flopping. Yeah, which it's I did not, not like that at which all. Which it is not. And it was the kid was overselling it, I think. But anyway, the actual word for a bra in German, for a brasier, is well, the abbreviation is BH, B-H, uh-huh. and it stands for Bustenhalter, which means bust holder yeah. or breast holder, which is classic German to like not go to the French, brasier, which is fine, but to make up their own word just out of what is it, and we'll make it a word. Ma. I have some dad corner of observations too. Should I go, you know, no, calm do down d- hops d- while do she... Do dad corner. She clearly just needs pets. I'll be over in a minute. (laughs) Hit me with Ingo Corner, Ingo. There are, this is like, I've watched too many TikToks. There are two types of people when they return from a trip. Okay. One type of people Uh unpacks everything immediately, puts it in the laundry, folds it, and puts it all away, and empties the uh, the suitcase, and puts the suitcase on the shelf. I'm looking at my suitcase that is still on the floor right now. (laughs) And the other kind of person is like, I'm just glad I'm back. This is great. And I'm untroubled by my like leftover clothes that are still in the suitcase look at look at my suitcase i know i know (laughs) that actually didn't trigger it i was thinking about this when we came back from the rv and like it was one in the morning and it was 1 30 in the morning and i'm like cleaning out the rv and i'm starting to like you know polish the rv and vacuum in the rv (laughs) because i want to clean all that out it was the rv that did it i'm not i was i mean i wasn't this is even before your trip i was like yeah you know i 
I just it just I can't stand the fact that there's like still disorder from the trip when we're back. I just want to have it all neat and tidy for the next trip. Inga was like watering the plants at one thirty. Oh, morning. I did. They uh, were dry. Not the inside plants. I mean, those. Yes. The outside plants. They he were had sad. the hose out. They were sad. <laughs> <laughs> the ones planted in the ground. They're sad. Our friend uh, Joe and Simon watered our potted plants outside for us. I didn't think to ask them to water the trees in the ground. It was two weeks and no rain. They, they were sad. They, do, they did look dry, but yes, they got watered at 1.30 in the I morning. I mean, we had to like use flashlights to see them, to I see that they were dry. <laughs> I used to be like, Ingo, just let's just go to bed. Like We can take all the shit out of the RV tomorrow. And I have learned that is not how Ingo works. So I now like, I just help him. I can't sleep because there's a Diet Coke can still in the fridge in and the I'm RV. Like, <laughs> let's, ha- let's haul the stuff inside. I'm like, I don't care, but I care about you. So I'm I'll help like, you do there's, the thing. There's probably like, you know, a handful of dog food somewhere spilled. I got to fix it. Yeah. Not quite. I'm not quite that obsessive, but it makes me. It, it, it I am so much calmed down when everything is cleaned up and taken care of in preparation for the next trip. Yep. Because you never know when the next trip might Th- happen. That's true. I appreciate that you do this. Anyway, two types of people. Well, I'm definitely the second type looking yeah. at my suitcase. I don't, I don't have any problem with it. I don't feel like I need to unpack your suitcase. Good. Well, it doesn't bother me. It wasn't my trip. No. No. There you go. Anything else for Ingo Corner? I mean, I thought that was pretty good. No, that, that was excellent. <laughs> that was very good, not boring, <laughs> but kind of Ingo-y content. Nice job. Yeah, there you go. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining us for the second pod of the week. We will see you probably at the next time next week. But if you need more, just subscribe to Patreon. You can get the Forbidden Pod plus the entire backlog of bonus Yeah, pods. we're we're not encouraging people to subscribe to Twitter anymore because <laughs> Fuck that guy. might not get that money back ever. Uh, also, we I do, just Ingo, for your information, I do have, Ooh. look at, this Ooh. is the agenda for a new bonus pod when we do it. Oh, there's a lot of writing. I can't read it from here, but it looks like a lot of it's, writing. It's links to stories. It's all kind of like candy and snack themed oh. uh, news stories. Ooh, speaking of which, I'm going to start thinking about dessert. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining us. And until next time, Slava Ukraini. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you Everyone too. should start thinking about dessert. Don't bite anyone unless you ask, unless they ask you to. Bye. Bye. <laughs>